0: Welcome back to Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse. Today on this Mental Health Matters bonus episode, we are joined by Lindsay Shelton. She is an ICU travel nurse, mental health advocate, and digital creator. So thank you for joining us today. We're so excited.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm super excited
0: to be on. This is my first, second podcast ever, so I'm like <gasps> you feel a little nervous. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> we feel so honored to have you, especially as a fellow nurse. I'm like, yay, nurses. Because you feel, you feel me inside my core. (laughs) Yes, we feel, yeah. So uh, going back to nursing, how did you get started into it? I like to hear people's like nursing origin stories. And was it something that you always wanted to do?
1: No, this is actually something I like talking about because I feel like, so growing up, you know, you hear everyone, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a nurse. I want to be a doctor. I wanted to be a vet for the longest time. I was actually in pre-vet school for four years. And then, um, I don't know, I realized I just can't do it. I was working for a vet and she seemed so sad and depressed. And I was like, I don't, I don't think I can do this. So I don't know. I spiraled. I went from pre-vet to dental hygiene. Then I was like, I don't want to sit in a behind a, like, I don't want to sit in a desk Or, sorry, I don't want to sit in a chair all day. And then I was like, okay, let's do geology. I don't know. It sounds cool. It wasn't cool. My first class, they were passing around a rock to lick to see if it was salty. Obviously, pre-COVID. Everyone was licking the same rock. And I was like, this is not for me. I can't do this. Like, there's no way. (laughs) And so then, finally... Uh, I uh, took like a semester off school because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And I started working in the hospital as a nurse tech. Uh, both my husband and I were kind of lost at this point, And we were like, we could be nurses. I, I can clearly be a nurse tech like this. This could work. Um, I enjoy taking care of people. So pretty much that's how it started. We, I got into nursing school, um, soared through it. And then here I am as a ICU nurse. Um, it was never my dream. I always tell people it was my kind of plan B because um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do besides like entertainment. I like to model and act. And um, but nursing is a great plan B and like great uh, fallback.
0: Wow. You literally tried everything. <laughs> I like, oh, I tried everything. A, I, yeah.
1: Honestly, if I didn't do nursing, I'd still be doing something like that. <laughs> Just moving around.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love how we all have pre-COVID stories, like the oh, rock licking, where it's just, no, yeah, never the like, why again. was that okay?
1: <laughs> In the first place, pre-COVID, why, yeah. was that, why are we all That's thinking crazy. this is fine to lick the same rock? I didn't lick it. I just passed it on. It's like, it's <laughs> not for me.
0: <laughs> That's when you uh, know so. you're a nurse, you're like, you know, how yeah. many infections are we all going to get? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the... Uh, Have you ever heard of the Blarney Stone in Ireland? I haven't. It's like a tourist attraction that you 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 kiss this like stone Uh, in a castle in Ireland. It's for like I think it gives you the gift of gab. Oh, I don't need that. But I can't imagine they have too many people. No, no one's kissing that rock. You all kiss the same stone. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh my god. Uh, (laughs) That'd be too much.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I'm just. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. No. No, thank you.
2: It was like a fun touristy thing. You, you did. did it. And I'm, now I'm like, why did you do that? Yeah. It's not uh, on my bucket list, but I'm glad you did it. No. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this is a ma- this is a mental health podcast, so we also like to start with like a little bit about people's background mm-hmm. with mental health. Um, so, have you always been in tune with your mental health? Um, what is your journey with it? looked like thus far in your life?
1: Yeah. um, No, I have not always been in tune with my mental health. I actually struggled for a long time. Um, I talk about this on my platform sometimes. So uh, I grew up with a lot of abuse, uh, neglect, trauma, and I thought it was normal. I thought everyone's household was the same as mine until I met my husband and he saw my family and he was like, this is not this is definitely not normal. Like you guys probably all need help in the kindest way. And so I honestly ignored it for a long time. Cause I was like, it's not me. It's you. <laughs> it can't be me. Um, but after nursing school and when I got into the hospital, it just like got 20 times worse because as we know, working in a hospital, it's not what we think it is. Um, I wish it was rainbows and butterflies, but it's totally not, and I was also doing um, dog rescue at the time, which is another mentally draining um, aspect of my life, and I hit rock bottom. I stopped getting out of bed. I I could get out of bed and go to work, but overall, I was sleeping 24-7. Um, I wasn't eating. I just wasn't in a great spot. And my husband was so worried about me. He was like, okay, you got to go to the doctor. Like it's kind of an ultimatum at this point because we don't know what to do. So I finally went to the doctor, filled out my little questionnaire and I was diagnosed with uh, depression, anxiety. And then I started taking antidepressants January, 2020. And by October, 2020, I started therapy, which I love both so much, but I really feel like therapy is just like if I wish it was free so everyone could do it. it is the single best thing I've ever done in my life so yeah it's kind of where it started where I'm at now
0: <laughs> yeah I love how on your profile you're so vocal about it it's like I take it ant- I take antidepressants I'm like hell yeah girl <laughs> you, you yeah were you like hesitant to put that on there or were you just very gung-ho like this is me take it or leave it
1: no I uh I was hesitant at first I think because I definitely felt like I was maybe the only one who had depression in healthcare, which as we know, like it's so not the truth at all. And growing up, whenever I asked for help on these things, like I was more so just pray about it and it'll go away. And for me, that wasn't the case. Yeah. So I just really needed, um, <laughs> I really needed a community that understood me that wasn't my family. Cause they don't see it the same way as I do. So, um, the day I actually put that on there, I got a text from one of my family members and they were like, why are you telling people that? That's so embarrassing. And I was like, actually, do you know how many people have messaged me saying like, oh my God, I'm not the only one, you know, like it's very, um, I don't know, it makes, it makes a community, a separate community. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I, that's really nice. I, my parents' generation my, my extended family has such a weird attitude towards, um, medication as well yeah and it's it's a real I I I really appreciate the movement to change that because I just think it's so silly these things that help people yeah uh, like stigmatize in that way like don't tell anybody I like I take uh ADHD and anxiety medication and it's like life-changing it's 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 just helpful yeah I, I also think therapy is um the way to go as well but having people not talk about mm-hmm. or be, like, ashamed of medication is so, I don't know why it's that, I, I, I guess it's not a generational thing, because I think people around our age sometimes share that as well, but I've just run into it with, like, aunts and uncles and whatnot. And it's, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't, Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's getting better with each generation. Like, ours is definitely much more open about it. Um, but, like, my family, it's it's more of, like, oh, my God, we don't, we don't talk about that, you're considered crazy. And, you know, um, I might make jokes about myself being crazy and it's just like a way of coping, but you're not actually crazy. Like there's so, I think it's actually quite normal to have mental health issues. And people are trying to say like, oh, I just would rather be normal. It is quite normal to have mental health issues and need help and ask for help. And um, for me, medication is the best way to do it. I mean, I know it doesn't help everyone, but it was kind of like my last resort. Uh, and it totally changed my life. So I love my medication. <laughs>
0: yeah. I would say I probably should be on something for anxiety, I, but, and the listeners know this cause I always talk about it, but I honestly did not even know that I had anxiety until post COVID and everything we went through in the hospital. And I just was not doing okay. I was calling out a lot. I was terrified mm-hmm. to go into work cause we were floating every other shift. So I had no idea what to expect. It, it was oh. completely abnormal. And, just thinking, okay, I have a lot of little ones, like nieces and nephews. So I bring that home; they're gonna get sick, and just feeling so like terrified for everybody around me. And we have, you know, grandma and grandpas, and just like, terrified. So it brought a lot of anxiety of being like, oh, absolutely, I'm the nurse. This is the pressures on me. If I bring it home, everyone's staring at me. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. I started therapy, and then that helped a lot. But I always tell people if I have to do anything that brings me anxiety i probably should have like a prn med as needed <laughs> just spice it yeah in there. a nice prn so what made you want to start the whole scrub hacks what like, part of your instagram if people don't know that we'll talk about that later but
1: yeah yeah so actually it started off as um me and my husband we're both actually traveling icu nurses and he is so not an in front of the camera type person. He likes being behind the camera, but it was kind of funny when I first started it, I really just wanted a platform to talk about travel nursing. Um, We had started the move to travel nurse before COVID um, and then started travel nursing like right at the beginning of COVID, but I made the platform pretty much to document our life and it was just kind of funny because he was never in any of my pictures or my videos. And people were like, Did you guys get a divorce? Like, where is he? I'm like, No, he just hates being in front of the camera. So it kind of transitioned to me just telling my life. <laughs> and um I try to do little tips and tricks about the ICU or, or travel nursing. And um it kind of just started off just having fun. And honestly, then I forgot about it for like eight months. And then last year Yeah, this past Christmas, I was like, okay, I'm going to really give it a go because I want to get out of bedside eventually. I really love entertainment. And fortunately for us, entertainment is going towards like everyday people doing uh, social media. So I just kind of took off with it then.
0: Yeah that's funny you say that about your husband because my boyfriend refuses. like he hates pictures and so everyone is always like are you two still yeah. together I haven't seen you on Instagram I'm like we are fine yeah. I love that he's not on it because it's just not the other pressure of like are you together are you not what's happening but it still happened I'm like guys this is not it's not that deep we are For good sure. he just hates pictures of himself and if, if we take one he always does some stupid face and I'm like I swear to god <laughs> like why are you like this yeah. <laughs> like he was not my like cross-eyed. I'm like, you know what? But he was a really good Instagram boyfriend. And would always like get down and do angles. I'm like, I love you. You're so great.
1: Yes. See, that's all I need my husband for. Insta happy. That's what he said.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Sure. Uh, could be you. Joe, get with it. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I I'm dating an actress. So she's she's the the more performing uh, part of our relationship, and I was crazy to say that's as I'm awesome being recorded on a podcast right now but i <laughs> also i also don't love to be in front of the camera i like writing more so <laughs> i totally sympathize you're like Although the stage mom yeah, yeah that's totally my headline.
1: yeah the stage mom
2: <laughs> i should work on my angles <laughs> it takes practice photography yeah so it has being on social media been like a positive negative kind of all over the place for your mental health because We've talked to some other people who Mm. have had some weird or interesting experiences with having an audience. How has that affected you?
1: Oh, 100%. Um, it's a love hate relationship. Absolutely. I, I've learned a lot too, that sometimes what you think you're trying to say is not what the audience sees. Um, I've definitely almost been canceled before um, which like really rocked my world. I was like, oh my God, that's not how I meant that. But now I know that this audience doesn't, it's not funny in the sense is you know, I don't know. You learn a lot. You learn as you go. Um, It's definitely love-hate. I love creating. It's mostly the comments, you know, the trolls, the haters, um, or people that just spend something that it's not what you meant. That has definitely gotten to me before where I'm like, I got to take, a week off a month off because I don't want to spiral back down to where I was before. Um, and so taking breaks from social media obviously is like the best thing ever if, if it's needed. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you have a good support system? Obviously your husband, but do you have good people around you that kind of like help to ground you?
1: Absolutely. I've got some great friends. Um, you know, they're always like, Why are you putting so much of your life on social media? Don't do you need to do that? You know, I have some great people that play devil's advocate for me. because um, it's kind of a hard boundary with especially talking about mental health and like you have to open up about your own struggles, but then like how much is too much and should I be sharing all of this? And then when I do get in those ruts, I definitely have my husband, my friends, um my dogs,
0: they're the best.
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, I do have a good support aw.
0: system.
2: Dogs are the best support systems.
0: <laughs> are the dogs that you have ones that you rescued?
1: Yes, they're both rescues.
0: Aw, <laughs> good for you. So, that's so wholesome. <laughs> I want all the puppies.
2: <laughs> what are their names?
1: Schmidt and Murphy.
2: Schmidt and Murphy. Schmidt and
1: names. Murphy. Have you ever watched New Girl? Yes!
2: That's what I was going to get. I was guessing. <laughs> I was like,
1: okay, probably. Like Schmidt. Yeah, yeah, that's Schmidt. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Schmidt is like an Australian shepherd mix. Aww. Murphy is like a, like a wolfhound, Irish Ooh. wolf. Well, oh. I honestly don't know what he is, but I like yeah. to say he's a mix of an, a wolfhound of some sort. That's yeah. a yeah. big dog. He's got a beard.
0: Oh. Yeah, he's pretty big. <laughs> he's a proper gentleman.
2: My parents did one of those DNA tests on their rescue. Um, and to be fair, they also got their Labradoodle tested. I don't know why, because... Finn, the rescue, yeah. came back with, like, a million different breeds, like, unidentified. They couldn't figure it out. And then the Labrador came back. 50% lab, 50% poodle. <laughs> it was, like,
1: <laughs> so like, it's for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. It was pretty obvious. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you needed to...
1: <laughs> I did a DNA test. Oh, yeah? I did, I did one on okay. Murphy, but honestly, I don't believe it. It says that he's a Great Dane mix. He's not that yeah. big. He has very wiry, scruffy hair, um, but it said like 25% wow. Great Dane and 25% Blue Healer and then a bunch of other things. And I was like, he literally looks like neither of those. I don't believe it. So I just say he's a Wirehead Pointer mix or an that's Irish Wolfhound mix or something. Yeah. That's what he looks like. <laughs> hey, you're like, I know my son. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is mine. It's not him. <laughs>
0: So do you have any advice that you would give to new nurses when it comes to protecting your mental health? Because it wasn't something, honestly, until COVID that we even really talked about, at least in my mm-hmm. spaces. We were all, like you said, just, haha, everything's great. And then we'd go home and cry and yeah. have like a glass of wine and yeah. be like, no, we're not okay. <laughs> so yes. do you have any advice that to for new nurses or someone that's going through it in nursing to help with that?
1: Right. Um, yeah. So definitely listen to yourself, your gut, your heart, your mind, whatever you want to call it. But um, I also think it's definitely important to have a support system outside of the hospital. Um, It's great to have, I guess it's great to have both options. There's some people from the hospital or from healthcare that understand what you're going through, but also people that don't even know what you're going through that just listen, because I feel like sometimes you just need someone to listen to you. um, And maybe you don't really need their advice. You just want to like vent I think it's really important to have those people in your life. Um, I've got a couple of friends that are nurses and some that don't work in healthcare and both options are really great to have. Um, I also think that even if you haven't had like a traumatic past or childhood abuse, it's totally normal and okay to need help, want help, go to therapy Um, because everyone has some form of like rejection or something in their life that has triggered them to be, the way they are. And I just feel like it's so important. If you can afford therapy, go to therapy. And if not, look on like
0: betterhelp.com
1: or Talkspace, um, those ventures.
0: Yeah. I like that you said that about having different support systems, because I was just thinking today, My I worked the last couple of days and one of my friends changed hospitals. And so I was like, I need to see you. Let's go to brunch. So we went to breakfast and we're basically just she's still a nurse now she was a uh, patient care tech and she's cracking me up because all we're doing is talking about the hospital and like work and work and I'm like I just worked the last two days I wanted this and I love what we're doing but I got out of it like all I did was talk about work like that's not that's not very helpful and so but it is my boyfriend who is not in healthcare at all he does art and stuff he he is very much he listens but of course he doesn't understand like to the core of what I'm going through. And so you kind of have to have that balance of like, I want you to listen. You don't have to give me advice, like you said, but still right. <laughs> it's nicer with the people that yes. do understand because you're like, oh my gosh, I hate when that happens, <laughs> you know.
1: So absolutely, yeah. I also one last thing, I, I remember you said like um during COVID, I definitely went home and I was drinking way more than I typically do. Um, I think that it's important totally not trying to be like a I don't know what you would even call it, a fun sucker. Just watch your alcohol intake, especially if you are on antidepressants. That was something I was not being a good patient. I was like, I can drink and be on my antidepressants. It makes it so much worse whenever my come like whenever I'm coming down
0: from my alcohol.
1: Um, I don't know. It's just something to like remember. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a good point because I think people forget that alcohol is a depressant. So if you're already depressed, it's yes. probably just
1: going to put you right back in it's- that
0: headspace. Yeah. Yes, yes.
1: But it is like a coping mechanism we all go to. (laughs) So how are
0: you doing now with your mental
1: health? Uh, I'm doing really great. I actually had therapy this morning. um, And it was great. I cry almost every session. It doesn't even matter if it's good or bad. Like I I cry. I'm a crier. Um, But I have therapy. So that's good. You know, I've worked through a lot of like past traumas and things like that. And my therapist always likes to say like, Even after I'm done with all the things I wanted to talk about, it's good to have like maintenance appointments because again, like it doesn't need to be something from my childhood triggering me. It could be like a shift at work that I'm like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed and just start to spiral back down into my old habits. So, um, it was like a maintenance appointment. I have them like once a month now, unless something's going on and then I like up them, but overall my therapy or my, uh, overall my mental health's really good
0: good i'm nice.
1: happy for you yeah <laughs> thank you
2: huge believer in everybody needing a good cry every now and then oh that's, yeah that's uh, a. Uh, I i think it's i think it's therapeutic i uh,
0: it is <laughs> yeah i love a good shower cry <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's that's just hiding it then <laughs> I know in the, in the a good shower cry. Have you ever
0: had a really yeah. bad car cry, and you're like, "This oh. isn't good." Like I'm like, uh, to pull over."
1: <laughs> you're a like bit, worried yeah. about people watching you. I am. I'm like crying. I'm like, "It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> fine." <laughs> Just don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you all want to know my my secret way to get myself to cry every single like, yes. every single time? It's my it's it's my hot tip for people. Um, look uh, if you Google on YouTube thai life insurance commercials they are the saddest <laughs> media that has ever been produced by like sadder than up sadder than uh where the red fern grows sad, like i can't even think of anything that's made they're they're like these life insurance commercials and it's not even in english it's just for like thai like uh, from thailand Life insurance oh, thailand. commercials they go so hard they go so hard and they're so sad but they're like they're like for like life insurance so obviously <laughs> But, I love oh, that. That is so there. specific. I don't yeah. even want to know how you it's found so sp- that. I, know. <laughs> I, you know, high school on YouTube, just like hitting viral videos. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, this one. Mine is are funny. like,
0: <laughs> yeah, those reuniting videos of dogs with their people, oh. or like soldiers coming home. Oh. All of those. It's a good yeah. happy cry.
2: But I'm like, oh my god. Yes. It's so yeah. sweet. It brings out all those the are, tears. Those out. are good. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> those those ones are. Those ones are good too. I, I put them pretty close. Yeah.
1: I thought you said tide, like the laundry detergent. Oh so I was like, like I didn't know that they do life insurance commercials. <laughs> this is very interesting. Why are they making you cry? I
0: mean like yeah. it makes sense after the whole ingesting I mean, ingesting a tide pod it, situation. I was yes. like, this is kind of interesting.
1: <laughs>
2: good point. Good
1: point.
2: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's my that's my hot tip for people. <laughs> I like it. Because my my, uh, my family has never been want uh, <laughs> for crying. We uh, My mom will cry at like every every single movie. My dad's pretty good about not hiding crying. And then my, me and my sisters are all... So I think that's actually healthy. I don't oh, know. it is
1: healthy. It, it is,
0: healthy. is healthy. Now that you say yeah. that, though, that makes me think. I don't think... don't I don't want to say crying wasn't allowed in my household but I just had a thing with my mom that if we fought or anything I was very like she's not gonna see me cry because we're fighting and she's gonna think she won so I'm gonna cry in my room and she's like no and so I kind of so even like you said at work and everything if I'm mad at a patient or I'm having a bad day I will go in that storage closet and cry come out and be Mm -hmm. like nothing happened we are good and it's just it's and now I'm like, I'm trying to get better at finding one of my girlfriends that's working and be like, I need to cry to you. Come to yes. the bathroom with me. You know, I know I'm one of the healthier.
1: I've like always apologized for crying. Like it was more so like, don't cry or you're weak in my household. So like, I don't know. Anytime I cry, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is so embarrassing. So now at work, like if I'm really trying to like not cry, if anyone touches me, like tries to hug me or is what's wrong, it's just like, ah! like it just like. I can't keep it in any longer, <laughs> but no need to apologize. Yeah, to yes, <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Are you okay when you know you're not I'm like, don't ask oh, me, don't even look like, at me, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like relatable. So what kind of things yeah. do you do for your mental health?
1: Um, okay. Besides the obvious medications and therapy, I love being outside. Um, really like just a walk by myself. If it's not as hot as it's been, it's been so hot here. Like that just makes me mad. But <laughs> typically a walk outside. Um, <laughs> I like uh surfing a lot. Um I'm actually deathly afraid of the ocean, but when I'm surfing, it's like I don't know, it's like the calmest I've ever been in my whole life. It's so relaxing. Hiking, anything outside, and being with my dogs. Actually, Schmidt is my um, emotional support animal. So he is oh. very good at his job. <laughs>
0: cool. I love that. That's so interesting that you can surf, but you're afraid uh, of yeah. the ocean. It is.
1: If I, like, stare at the ocean too long, I'm like, okay, it's time to get out. There's probably a shark under there. It's going to drag me under. But it's never happened. Yeah. It's just oh. this irrational fear. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm Out of curiosity, is it the... Like, because I've I've never really surfed, but I've done, like, the bodyboard things. Um, Is it the, like, floating out there that you find, like, therapeutic? Or is it, like, the rush of actually surfing?
1: I think it's the rush. I think it's... The rush? uh, I don't know. Wait. I think it's both. It it depends. Um, Okay. It is very peaceful if, like, there's no waves and you're just sitting out there. But I think my mind, like... Can't think of anything else once I'm actually surfing. So maybe just mm. the whole experience.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: cool, the escapism. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because yeah. uh, I have friends that surf, and they have gone out, and I could uh, I could just float and not actually surf yeah. <laughs> and have like a great time. <laughs> so <laughs> it seems. It seems I mean, water is How very it healing. Yes. Yeah, yes. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Especially, I think salt water. I-
1: than anything else yeah oh yeah we yeah, did, more we did like float therapy
2: that was fun we did do float th- oh yeah call back <laughs> where where did you <laughs> oh, do we did that float therapy once
0: <laughs> so they have a little like space pause i don't know how else to explain it uh where they put um salt water i forget the percentage of it but literally you're like inside this little pod there's music like classical music whatever um You could shut it or keep it cracked because I am very claustrophobic. So I did not do that. Mm. Um, I kept it open, but (laughs) and yeah, you just kind of float and it's supposed to be very healing. And it was, but I found out I get a little bit motion sick. So oddly, I was a little nauseous during it. (laughs) And so one of those things that I tell other people to try, but I don't think I would do it again. But Shannon loved it. She did it with me. So to each their own. But I would try it. Yeah, I would definitely try it. There's so many weird things out there, so yeah. Yeah,
2: there are. Ours was like a combo of sensory deprivation with the floating. So I think you can also just have the floating if it's op- if it's an open tank if you don't want the. Because I think it's I think it the one we did had both elements at uh, play as therapeutic, <laughs> whereas I think just simply floating mm-hmm. uh, out the <laughs> every every sense being canceled out is also an option. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure for. People wanna yeah. try
1: out. Interesting. Them, so. I would totally try that.
2: Yeah.
0: So are you currently travel nursing right now?
1: Yes. Um I just got off of like a two month break. Um I try to do every summer I try to take off, but I just got off two months of, of a break and now I'm up in um the San Francisco area working. So it's like it's hard getting back into it. It's only like my third week back. But it's been it's been good. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know how y'all do ICU. I'm like med surge and not that I want to be med surge forever, but it's just my friend does it. The one I had breakfast with today and she's just like, Oh, I have all these drips and all this stuff. I'm like, absolutely not. Thank you. I don't know how you do
1: med surge. I always say that. Oh my God. Anytime I'm floated to med surge, I like a piece of me dies inside. I'm like, how do you guys do this
0: all day long? Girl, i don't know either okay that's why i started <laughs> therapy i'm just yeah Got <laughs> <laughs> <guy's> a my <laughs> search
2: yeah
0: <sighs> it's oh, a good man. stepping stone and i will this is my scrub hack okay for people okay <laughs> i do think it's like great it. for newer nurses because it's you learn a little bit of everything you have obviously the patient flow you have the busy crazy days and you also mm-hmm. have you know you see I mean, I'm on like a trauma ortho neuro floor so floor floor floor. So you see a lot of different types of patients. And I think that's really good because then, you know, you can kind of dabble in a little bit of everything. And that was very helpful for me in learning. And that's why it's funny because I tell people and they're like, you've been there for five years. Like, don't you want to do something else? I'm like, no, like, I yeah, eventually, maybe. But it's something because it's usually a stepping stone, I think, for most people because you have to Absolutely. get that head surge experience for Unless you just jump right to ICU, which good for you because that is amazing. Yeah, it, they all have their pros and cons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely.
2: Well, thank you so much for joining us, Lindsay, um, on this episode of Mental Health Matters. Um, this was so—I I thought it was a delight. At least <laughs> I had a great time talking with you. Um, awesome. Yeah. If our listeners want to, yeah, if our listeners want to hear more from you or learn nursing tips and tricks, um, they can follow you on Instagram at scrub hacks Uh, to our listeners um, keep up with all we're doing at uh, operation happiness and give us a rating if you have the space to do so and uh, have a lovely day everybody thank you Lindsay thank you thank you